0: Welcome back to Season 10 of the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we connect the science-based evidence behind social and emotional learning that's finally being taught in our schools today, and emotional intelligence training used in our modern workplaces for improved well-being, achievement, productivity, and results. Using what I saw as the missing link, The Application of Practical Neuroscience. I'm Andrea Samadhi, an author and an educator with a passion for learning, and launched this podcast five years ago with the goal of bringing all the leading experts together in one place to uncover the most current research that would back up how the brain learns best taking us to all new and often unimaginable heights. Today we're going back to where we left off with episode 291, Unleashing the Power of Our Subconscious Mind, where we covered a review of where our podcast began and where we're going. Each episode we create, it becomes clear to me that social and emotional skills are important for understanding who we are, and they're crucial for propelling us forward. These social and emotional competencies form the backbone of who we are, our identity, along with our character. And I'd like to continue to uncover how science can strengthen this understanding. And I've listed some topics that I've chosen in the diagram in the show notes to help us to expand our awareness as we move towards our goals or whatever it is that we're working on. I remember Professor of Psychology Maurice Elias summed it up well when he spoke about where SEL began for him in the mid-1970s. He saw a need for these SEL skills back then, and this was decades before they were infused into our classrooms. And he said these skills could propel someone forward, but he mentioned the importance of character to steer our direction. And I've not forgotten about character, It's an important topic that I've been writing about in my spare time. We'll cover some basic character traits in the future, showing where character fits into this equation, and I know there's a lot to this formula for success, and I don't want to leave any stones unturned. But for today's episode number 293, we're going back to the basics with the fundamentals that started with those 12 teenagers all those years ago. When I was speaking with Brian Proctor on our last episode, number 292, it hit me that some concepts we'd both heard of over and over again, like the hourglass that Brian put on the cover of his book that represented staying in the present moment. I'd forgotten what that meant. I would have told a story about it representing the fact that we only have a certain amount of time left to live, and to live each moment to the fullest. And this reminded me of the importance of reviewing these lessons, or some of the phrases we used to hear over and over again, like you don't need to know how you're gonna do something, just figure out what it is you want, and the how will show up. All of these concepts that we heard that yielded results for anyone who studied and applied them were ideas that were simple enough to understand Yet most people never followed through with them. This is what Brian Proctor wrote about in his book, and there were many lessons he learned that went much deeper than the usual topics like goal setting or confidence building. But there was a foundational level that everyone started with, and I'd say it was with those fundamental lessons that we taught to those teenagers. We recently covered Diving Deeper into our Subconscious Mind, which was the fourth tape that the teens covered. Today, we'll cover some of the important concepts of using the conscious mind and our senses. And in a couple of days, when I've written the next episode, we'll cover going beyond our senses using the faculties of our mind. And this will provide us all with a solid background of these success principles that I saw working for so many people over the years. I even heard from Ryan O'Neill from episode 203 recently. He's that paranormal researcher that I worked with years ago, and he took these ideas and used them for his family as well as for his own results, and he skyrocketed to high levels of achievement with his work, but I would say his results were predictable. He did things in a certain way. Would you know that he's still reading the book that I sent him in the mail? And I mailed it from Arizona all the way to Scotland in 2013. And I tabbed three specific chapters explaining the importance of reading Wallace D. Waddle's The Science of Getting Rich book. And it was chapters 4, 14, and 7 in that order. And I'll cover this book that inspired Rhonda Burns to create the movie The Secret on my next deep dive, probably at the end of this year, But if you look at Ryan's book from the photo I put in the show notes, you can tell that he actually reads it. And I don't need to see the book to know this because his results tell me what's happening in his mind. And it all begins with this picture where you use your imagination factor to create whatever it is you want in your mind I didn't cover the part where we think in pictures that the teens learned because I really think we've covered this enough on the podcast with our review of the Silva Method. So what exactly should we understand about our conscious mind so we can be sure we're using it to achieve results like Ryan O'Neill and thousands of others? The first tip, learn to use our five senses, but keep in mind they're limited. So imagine your mind with your conscious mind as the top part of your head, the subconscious is at the bottom, and then you've got your body below that big circle. And attached to the conscious mind is your five senses that you use to see, hear, smell, taste, and touch the outside world with. We also have the higher faculties of the mind, our ability to reason, our intuition, our perception, our will, our memory, and our imagination that all help us to go beyond our five senses. So why would we want to think beyond our five senses? This is where David Eagleman's book, The Brain, or his podcast, Inner Cosmos, ties the science to something I've heard often over the years. But the way that Eagleman describes it completely made sense to me. He explains that our biology allows us to see certain wavelengths, but we actually only see a tenth of a trillionth of the light waves out there, meaning there's much more than our human eyes can see. And he expands this idea and dives into an explanation of how radio waves and x-rays and gamma rays, they all have different frequencies, and we're completely unaware of them because our biology wasn't designed that way. And he says that our brains are sampling just a little bit of the world. So I translated this back to what we taught those teens. We told them, don't look at what you can see with your eyes, whether it's poor grades or poor sports, or you don't have enough money in your bank account. Just be open to the fact that you can change what you see by doing things a certain way, completely changing your results. Tip two. Remember, we have the amazing ability to think, and it's with the conscious mind that we call the thinking mind. And it hit me when I was listening to Brian Proctor's interview, usually when I'm editing, I get all these aha moments, and I thought about when his dad was asking us, what do we really want, he wanted to see if we had the ability to answer him. Could we think new and original thoughts, or would we just look at him and say, I don't know? This ability to think is what will determine our results in life. And like I said with Ryan O'Neill, his ability to think made it easy to predict the results he would have in television by the fact that he's still studying, learning, reading, and applying what he's learning for these new results. And it's in our conscious mind we have this ability to think new thoughts or take ideas and then imagine them on the screen of our minds. But how many of us create new ideas? Look around you right now and notice what others are doing. Ask them questions and see what's on their mind. I remember while studying the basics of neuroscience with Mark Waldman, he would often say, please interrupt me and challenge things I'm teaching you, as this would show him that his students are thinking critically and not just taking notes. The third tip is use your five senses to gather information and then get creative taking your thoughts or ideas to a new level using your six higher faculties. So imagine an idea coming into your mind. You can sense the idea and then think about it. Do you like the idea? Does it make sense to you? You have the ability to reject the idea. You can use your reasoning factor for this. But if you like the idea and you accept it, maybe you even love this idea. You can now send it over to your subconscious mind that we went deep into on episode 291. This is the creative process where you take an idea, a thought, you spend some time and thought about it, you decide if you like the idea, if you like it, add emotion to it, and then turn it over to your subconscious mind where the magic begins. This is how Proctor taught the teens to turn their C grades into A grades, by teaching them to see an A grade with their imagination first. Once they could see the new grade, they started taking the actions needed to actually earn this A grade. But it started with their ability to put this conscious idea in their mind first. They had to think. And we heard so many stories over the years, especially with sports, a golfer described how he would picture the golf ball going into the cup in his imagination first, and he would even hear the sound of it spinning around in the cup. So how do we put our understanding of the conscious mind into practice? Take out a notepad and sketch out the diagram of the conscious mind and the subconscious mind in the body. This diagram was created by Dr. Thurman Fleet in 1934, and I put my sketch in the show notes. Now start to think, what do you really want? Write out your idea, circle it, and if you resonate with what you've written, add emotion to it and see what comes to mind when you read what you've written. Is the idea ready to send off to your subconscious mind, or do you need some more work with it? If it's a goal that stretches you, like we've mentioned before, You might read it and think, this is too far off from where I am right now, but it's here we'll take the higher faculties of the mind on our next episode to help change this discord. But for now, just notice how you feel. Use your conscious mind to either accept or reject your idea. And just a note, when I first wrote on my notepad that I wanted to make neuroscience simple for educators and students, I remember almost wanting to hide my notebook and not tell anyone this is what I wanted to do. It just seemed so far off from where I was, and I wasn't sure how I would ever do this. Now I receive emails from leaders around the world looking to see how they can add simple neuroscience into their curriculum. And it just boggles my mind that it started out with my conscious mind, writing out an idea, and then taking action on the idea, until finally one day you look up and you're living what you wrote. So to review and close out this episode on using the conscious mind, the five senses, we covered three concepts about our conscious mind and our senses to help us to think new ideas. Then we looked at an activity encouraging us to write out something we really want and see how we feel about this new goal or idea. Is it ready to go off to your subconscious mind Or do we need some more work with it? And this will prepare us for our next episode where we then look at the six faculties of our mind, our reason, our intuition, our perception, our will, our memory, and our imagination to help us to see beyond our senses. I hope this lesson has helped you to see some of the fundamentals that I've seen take people to incredible heights. Brian Proctor outlined some other lessons learned in our last interview and I wasn't surprised at the reaction to his episode. I always love hearing how these episodes are helping you, and Brian's interview is one that I'll never forget. I'll see you in a few days with a look into the faculties of our mind, and we'll close out with a quote reminding us to think. If you don't like what you see in your world, whether you're a student and you want to change your grades, or an athlete or a salesperson who wants to change their results, It all begins with a conscious mind and our ability to think and create the results that we want in our life. See you in a few days.